Coming off a uh, terrible Sunday for our two favorite football teams, but a wonderful uh, continuation of our great betting. Um, we're hopping into the final game of week three, Monday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys at New York Giants. Let's make some bets, Zach. We are back Monday night football finishing up week three a uh, a week three we would like to soon forget uh, in terms of actual NFL fandom between the two of us um, betting picks wise uh, we did some good things again um, we've been pretty hot Thursday night uh, on the show was a little more down to earth but still a winning night for the most yeah. part of the show you went three and two um with help from a Claypool craziness at the end, which, hey, we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, but, I mean, I got some help on the player props with the Claypool going backwards and with the uh, Najee Harris getting stuck at 56 yards. Tripping on his own lineman, yes. But I also got real kind of boned on on my under late in the game. Uh, The under was looking real good, and then uh, Pittsburgh getting the ball back, ending up just kicking that field goal to put it over. And then, you know, I, but... I, I, w- I would argue that after 27 points in the first half, I would have felt pretty upset oh, if I didn't, course, get, my, if course, I didn't get my with, over. With eight minutes left in the game, it looked like the over was just not going to happen, especially once Pittsburgh uh, had to punt the ball with like, what, four and a half minutes left. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's, it goes both ways. This is, you know, this is betting. It, it is what it is. Uh, I ended up four and one. Um, got the Pittsburgh, I was three and two. Um, got Pittsburgh wrong. You got the Browns right, but I got the player props all right for once. So yeah, you nailed the player props on Thursday. Absolutely smoked them. Um, the other thing we we other things we must mention. Um, I uh, on our every morning quarterback show props to props to me. Uh, guaranteed, promised made it a lock, told everyone the Colts would beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I was mocked, unceremoniously mocked for it, told there was no way, told everyone couldn't even see it happening. And I promised it, and it did happen. So good job, me. You were correct on that. Uh, Since we're here, I was the only one who rode Green Bay on the Saturday show. I said Green Bay would beat Tampa. Uh, I was mocked, not quite unceremoniously. but I don't think you were mocked for that one. I I wasn't mocked to the extent you were mocked for your Colts pick. Um, we both had some nice picks. I actually had a, I had a good Sunday betting uh, until the Sunday night game when I decided to put all my profit on the San Francisco 49ers, um, which happens to also be my favorite team. And I'm emotionally in shambles. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a character today on the show to be happy. Well, but between the two of us, I've had a little time to recover. Uh, the version of me that existed last night, um, was not a well man. Uh, I had to watch a very promising sort of three quarters of football for my new England Patriots. Um, yeah. that really felt like a team going head to head, toe to toe, blow for blow with a team. I believe is one of the best teams in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I think that's clear. A lot of things were feeling good. 
And then three devastating turnovers. And then to cap it off on the final actual play of the game, our quarterback gets his leg ripped off. And it just, it was, I mean, talk about a from high of highs to low of lows moment. I just felt that last 30 minutes of Sunday for a Patriots fan for those one o'clock games was absolutely brutal. Uh, and now everything feels horrible. Patriots Twitter is aflame. Uh, the factions are divided, sort of like your Niners Twitter. We have the Mac is not the guy move on and tank crew now. Uh, the fire bill crew. And uh, yeah. it's a hellscape. It's a it's a horror uh, I have grown back to being optimistic. I think what we saw yesterday was signs of a a, co- a competitor who forced too many throws. Um, the injury sucks, so you know it's, it gives them less room to go out next week and have learned from it. But uh, you know, a year two of a competitive dude, we saw it with Josh Allen. Uh, we've seen it historically with someone like Peyton Manning, guys who early in their career that are very competitive force too many plays. They try and make something happen every play, and it causes some some tough moments for their team. But I'll take the guy who's out there dying on the field competing, and hopefully he'll learn from those mistakes. That's my Patriots rant for now. Uh, as for your Niners, I rode with you. Uh, I went against what I had picked Saturday on our show. Uh, I just kind of got a feeling that the Niners would show up and, and give them a beating. They looked like they were going to in the first quarter. We should have won the game, no doubt. Um we wasted an absolute defensive masterpiece. The defense must feel like just completely thrown under the bus by the offense. The one nice thing is both punters, I believe, hit their yearly quotas. Uh, they're probably already collecting yearly checks for uh, whatever incentives they had built into their contracts. Uh, punted for over 1,500 yards in the game. Jimmy also hit his uh, contract bonus incentive of getting an all-time – Highlight, low light, um, stepping out of the end zone the for Dan a Orlovsky, yeah, the Dan Orlovsky. That is now uh, managing that'll now to, be burned into my retinas for my entire life. Managing to save a pick six by stepping out the back of the end zone. It's the only silver lining in that cloud. Um, he also threw, threw, I believe, the same final drive interception that he has thrown 25 times before. Yeah. Uh, or at least it felt like it. This is, this is, we're dangerously... We'll move on. We're dangerously lilting off to a PSI slash late night. (laughs) We'll move on. Let's go back to our betting and joy. Here is our records coming into tonight on the show. Uh, Both of us now stand at 19, 10 and one Um, pretty damn good records. Uh, You're the percentage guy. Are we over 70% there? No, but we're like 65 about. Okay. I'm going to call it 70%. We're hitting at 70%. On the program right now, uh, hell of professional a bet, professional bettors claim to win 54 plus percent of their bets. Um, so we're well over that mark so far to start the year. Uh, um, we have a, a commenter, my co host for Patriot Stands Inc., saying, Cry in your dinner on your own time. I know I did. Yeah, we're moving on from that one, Connor. Uh, we're going to talk about betting tonight. Um, all right, Zach, we're into tonight's betting. Um, I just wanted this was up. my this was my bookie on Thursday night after, um, you know, the streak of hot betting continued. He beats me straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. That's been our bookies all season so far, except for last night. But last night was not part of this show, so it doesn't count. 
Um, and we weren't uh, well people mentally for that. So that also doesn't count. Yeah. Um, we're going to, we're going to get deep into that, that under last night. We're going to get deep into the Niners show that that game would have stayed under if it'd been played, if it was still going on right now, it would still be under. Uh, the, the viewers did not get our, our hot take uh, in our chats last night, which was, I think there was an invisible monsoon. Uh, you couldn't see it on the screens, but it was pouring rain the whole game. Absolutely. It was a, it was a good fun joke. Um, Everyone dropped the ball every time it touched them first. I mean, it was just, it was wild to watch. Um, we'll get into that in late night Niners tonight. It's going right. to be an absolutely <laughs> devastating, devastating show. Let's get into Dallas at New York Giants. Um, this game continues the trend of the entire league is riddled with injuries. Um, these two teams are riddled with injuries. Zach, what do we got for – so we got Giants minus one at home, basically a pick em game. What do we got for the injury report? The injury report is absolutely stunning tonight. Uh, we'll start with the Cowboys. First of all, um, Trayvon Diggs, who can't guard anyone but everyone thinks is awesome, uh, is his game status is unspecified with a non-injury slash personal – um, he's got something going on. Not sure what that is. He may or may not play. It's up in the air right now. Um, uh, Michael, Ga- Michael, yeah, very weird. Michael Gallup, the wide receiver, um, is, is not going to play. He's listed as questionable, but all reports are suggesting he is out for tonight's game. So he will not make his season debut. I think he's played what three games in a five-year career. Yeah, that guy um, never plays. Yeah. J Ron curse. Very good safety for the Cowboys is out. Connor McGovern, a starting guard is out. Parsons is questionable with an illness. He's going to play, though. Um, I've never forgiven Michael Gallup a little throwback. Uh, There was like a week 15 game where I was in a fantasy semifinal, I believe, and I needed one point to win on a Monday night. Michael Gallup played and had zero points, and so I'll never forgive him for that. That's my Michael Gallup hate. Wow, that's that's pretty good. Um, Dalton Schultz. The nice tight end for the Cowboys listed as questionable. Limited practice on Saturday, first practice of the week. It looks like they're going to be conservative and keep him out of the game. So he's not listed on anywhere on on betting websites. It looks like he's going to be out of the game. So they're pretty beat up. Gallup and and Schultz definitely not playing. Obviously, Dak is out. Now we go to the Giants. It gets pretty similarly bad. They're down three defensive backs, two were starters. Um, don't need to name him. Uh, Wandale Robinson, the rookie wide receiver, will not play tonight. Leonard Williams, the great defensive lineman for them, out with a knee. It's doubtful, but there's no way he's going to play. Yeah, he's he out with playing. Him. Yeah, and uh, but Kayvon Thibodeau, the young rookie from Oregon, number five overall pick in last in this year's draft, uh, it looks like he's going to make his season debut, which is cool. Um, we'll see if he makes an impact defensively. Kadarius That's a fun thing to watch tonight. At least we get to see see flash. Yeah, that. yeah, because you know he was gonna be the number one overall pick, and he slid down after a while. But he's a very interesting man. He's very he's talented. Freak athlete. Yeah, he's a freak athlete, and um, he loves chess. Shout out Jim Gerard. Um, Kadarius Tony out with a hamstring. Doubtful. It says he ain't gonna play. He's out. So yeah. Both teams are very very beat up on both sides of the ball. It's quite interesting. Um, the line hasn't moved at all. The Giants are still a point favorite. It's absolutely pouring rain here. I need to go close my screen door. All right. Um, so my thoughts on all that, we will uh, be in for another treat of a primetime game tonight. We have uh, sort of, I mean, I guess Thursday night's game was a good game technically, but those were two stinkers of teams sort of. The performance was 
uh, lackluster to say yeah, the prime least. Prime time this week has been uh, very slow moving and sloppy. Yeah, I mean the Steelers and Browns technically put up points, but it was a lackluster performance from both teams. No um, turnovers in that game, so I mean there's something to be said for that. Yeah, uh, and then uh, last night was you know that one of the a worst slop, football games sloppy, I've ever watched. A sloppy, horrific mess, a total horror. The invisible I, monsoon. I was in a deep, dark place at around midnight. <laughs> right. Midnight tonight, last night was really tough. Um, tonight has the potential to look like last night, um, but we'll see. Uh, what do you – initial thoughts, what, what do we got tonight? The line on the game, Giants and Cowboys. Well, since we're hell-bent intent on avoiding actually getting to talking about this game, let me just cut you off real quick. We're gonna Are you going to keep dancing around it? Yep, quick betting trends. Um, the Giants are – 2-0 against the spread so far this year. They've covered both spreads against the Titans and uh, the Panthers. And both their games total have gone under to start the year. Um, Interesting. Okay. Dallas obviously did not cover week one against the Buccaneers. That game went under. And then they did cover against the Bengals, winning outright. That game also stayed under. So we've got... All four of these teams' games that they played have gone under, and they've uh, and Giants are two and zero against the spread, and Dallas one and one against the spread. So we'll get to the pick. Yeah, I'm gonna um, need you. I'm gonna need. Show me the money, Jerry. You better yell. Show me the money. You've danced. We want more money. You've danced Sorry. around it enough. Show me the money. Who do you got in this game, and then we'll go on to to the more intricate parts of it. Um. You know, it feels like a true coin flip to me. It, it really well. It, it's it's a tough, weird game. I'm picking the Giants to win this game, um, and the reasoning is I just I've watched enough NFL football in my life. I just don't think Cooper Rush is can have a three and career record as a starting quarterback. I just don't think that I don't think God or whomever will allow that. It's Cooper Rush. I mean, unless he's 28 years old, he started two games in his career. Clearly nobody thinks he's a starting quarterback or someone would have traded for him or he would have played. So I just, I mean, I, he's been in some decent spots, I guess, to get wins, but they've been underdogs both times. I, I just can't see him going 3-0 and for his career to, to start the career. I actually like what the Giants are doing. I think they, you know, they tightened up that defense a bit and they're doing enough on offense where I think they can win a low-scoring game here. Um, so I'm taking the Giants to win this game. All right, we're on the same page. I like the Giants as well. Um, I think with everything that is be being put out on the field tonight, the Giants have a better all-around football team being put on the field tonight um, with much more consistent ability to move the ball on offense between what we're looking at here. Um, I like Saquon's ability to open up the offense a little bit. Obviously, Daniel Jones can run a little. I think the Giants can find ways to move the ball and score on offense, whereas the Cowboys are very reliant at this point on uh, an explosion from either CeeDee Lamb or Tony Pollard and not really much else. Uh, like you said, I don't like just the idea. Uh, just forget every piece of analysis. Just say, is Cooper Rush going to be 3-0 and in his career? I would say no. but challenging that would be are the new york giants going to be three and zero on this season which would also seem like a crazy thought um but my instinct tells me at home 
The Giants are the better football team. The Giants are the better coach team for sure. Um, I love Dable. I love. Yeah, Dable. I think Brian Dable is a much better coach than. He's uh, a much better fat coach than. Than, than the dumb like, goofy man, dumb confused goofy man coaching the Cowboys. Yep. Um, so I'm going Giants. Um, I don't know how the game plays out, but I think the Giants can control the ball <laughs> a little better, uh, and I think the Giants can uh, play enough defense to, to find a way to win this game. This game is definitely it. It does feel like a true coin flip, though. The divisional aspect. These teams don't seem to care whether it's home or away in their past results, but I'm going with the Giants. So I'm going to derail us again. We've got a what's up, fellas, from the Arrowhead Chief podcast. Arrowhead Chief podcast. I'd like to remind you on Saturday, I uh, told the whole show outright Colts would beat the Chiefs. Outright Colts would beat the Chiefs. I insisted everyone go and bet the Colts to beat the Chiefs. I was told I was crazy. Uh, and we sit here on Monday with a Colts victory over the Chiefs. So what, what's up, Arrowhead Chiefs podcast? Get yourselves a kicker. Seriously, uh, Butker, they need Butker back. That being um, said, Matt Ryan stinks the high heaven. And uh, that was a bit of a lucky win, but it's a win nonetheless for the Colts. Yep. All right. We're over to the over-under. Um, yeah, over-under. We're at 38 and a half. Um, you you kind of implied you think this might still stay under, even though we got this low-ass number. You know I've been king of the unders this season. Last six the games unders. these teams have played since the beginning of 2019, the over is 5-1. and one. But both teams 4-0 and oh on the under on the season, correct? Yes, that is correct. So that's like a, something's got to give, but these are also not the teams that we're discussing having played each other before. Uh, weird rosters being put out tonight. 38 and a half, a, a very low number. Fluky stuff can happen. Uh, I've been I've been putting up under, under, under all year. Zach, we're, we're doing this. Oh, you have that over. hat. Nice. The over. I'm going with the over tonight. Uh, His first over plug of the year, I believe. Yeah, I haven't been plugging the over all year. Uh, I'm going to do it tonight. Uh these teams are going to move the ball a little bit on each other, score enough to get over that 38 and a half. Don't forget, teams doing shitty stuff can also get you in over pretty quick. Dropping a dropping a punt, we've seen a lot of that in two weeks. Uh, bad interceptions, fumbles, et cetera, get you much closer to an over. Uh, I could see special teams or defense, defense scoring in this game. Um, and uh, I actually do think that these teams are going to be able to move the ball a little bit on each other. Uh, I like the over. I like it to get into the 40s. Okay. Um, I guess I'll be you. Under, 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 under. Um, I don't know why exactly. It's such a low number. It's 38.5. Uh, you know, Dallas has only scored 23 total points this year, albeit the Buccaneers are a great defense in game one. But they've only scored 23 total points. The Giants have scored 21 and then 19, I believe. So 40 total. Um, they haven't exactly looked pretty doing it. I like this to just be like like a 1978 Giants-Cowboys game. Just like, just an absolute slugfest. Just in the trenches. Just three yards is like a huge gain. I don't know. Something about it. <laughs> Didn't we just watch that game last we, night? We watched that game last night. I have a, I have a bad feeling we're going to watch it again almost. <laughs> Zach's going to live in last night's game for the next like month. I don't see how I couldn't really. Uh, <laughs> I see. I mean, he stepped out of the fucking end zone. Uh, I, yeah, I it was not. It was not. Um, 
Not ideal for the Jimmy stands. We'll just say that. Okay, let's no, right. stop talking about that game. We yeah. got this game. You're going under. 16 to 14 Giants on a on a game-winning field goal near the end is my uh that's my prediction for tonight. So I think it's going to stay under. I just neither of these quarterbacks inspire big points. I think the best player on the field is Saquon Barkley. So um see a healthy dose of him and I think this just stays under a little little kicking field position battle like last night. Um I think the price is wrong, bitch. It, it's going over, baby. Um, I I like your score there. I'm going 24-20, Giants, 24-20, which, you know, somewhat comfortably gets over that number. I can um, see it, yeah. I, I, I do it. kind of view the game going similar to how you're saying. I just think the teams will find ways to get in the end zone um, a few times, and and there could be moments where the game opens up a little bit. There's, there's certainly explosive players on both teams. This, um, this is going to sound weird. There's something about playing in that stadium, MetLife. It just seems like it's just sl- sloggy. It's well, like, that's just because you're in you're off the high you're in a highway in New Jersey. It's just a gross place. Right. It just feels like whenever we see a game there, it's never high scoring. Yeah, it's I don't gross know. people, a gross place. It really <laughs> it's everything about it. It's it's not it's not ideal. Uh we're not a, a pro uh New Jersey, New York uh show here. Not not a lot of love for for any of their franchises. I mean, we used to be somewhat like we thought the Cowboys was fun. It was kind of fun. We used to be like, Oh, it's cool. If the Cowboys win, it's better for the league. Now I absolutely despise the Cowboys. It has something to do with um, a dear friend of ours. Who's always, you know, saying they're, they're going to win America's team. And we're not going to talk about that too the much, other but now I hate you- the Cowboys. I absolutely hate them. I want them to lose. I not only do I think they're going to lose tonight, I want them to lose tonight. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Giants are kind of a fun, scrappy team, too. I kind of like them, whereas the Cowboys are a detestable bunch. We um, also have this uh, about when Daniel Jones became the quarterback, you and I had this optimism for the Giants. We The last two years ago, I picked the Giants as like the big surprise team. They let me down. Last year, you picked the Giants as a big surprise team. They let you down. I think we have this collective like enjoyment of our take being a little too early. And yeah, now but here it is. And now maybe here it is. So, but in in fairness to us, this is the one way I'll still take a little credit for it. It's the same team. Yeah, it, right. That's that's, that's <laughs> what exactly guys. what I'm trying to say is that yeah. is that if they're good this year, it means we weren't wrong. Yeah, Barkley's actually healthy is a huge part of it. Um, I feel I like mean, Jones it, has developed slightly. This should be. A it nice would be cool if they could hit on one of their million receivers. Everyone said would be good at some point. <laughs> they're not good at that, huh? Is Kenny Galladay even playing? I didn't Kenny see Kenny Galladay had two snaps last week. Uh, I hot take Brennan was right about Kenny Galladay. I've said he's always stunk. Astronaut meme on Kenny Galladay. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think Stafford just liked throwing to him. Always has been. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks like an absolute statue out there. He can't get separation, can't run routes. He's basically AJ Green. Yeah, he's so. kind of an asshole, too. Oh, AJ Green, Stonehands. AJ yeah. Green out there is just terrible now. Um, the tough thing about taking an under with a number this low, Zach, is a couple fluke plays happen. And it's gone. And it's gone. Right. And it's, it's gone. You just, a couple fluke plays happen. Boom. Over. And I got you, you know, defensive touchdown, uh, just defensive touchdown, you know, a fumble at the 10. Yeah. You know, yeah, I agree. Lots of things can go wrong. You know, we'll see how it goes though. Um, 
it's all right. Let's move on to the fun part. Uh, our player props and whatnot. Um, let's do our top three player bets. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm going to make you go first. All right. I'll, I'll do it. Um, so my favorite bet is, uh, there's only really one consistent, uh, reliable go-to guy on the field right now, uh, for either team. I mean, I guess the Cowboys have a couple, but one of them's one of them's uh, well over the hill, and the other is, needs a quarterback back there, and and maybe some other receivers to take attention off him. But I digress. Saquon Barkley is the touchdown guy in this game. If someone's getting touchdowns, it's Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley anytime TD right now in DraftKings anytime to score one touchdown in the game is plus one hundred five. Boy, do I love that! I mean, the Giants. If their Giants are scoring touchdowns, they're trying to get it to him. He also um, hasn't scored a TD this year, so I think it's not a bad choice. Yeah, I love Saquon. Um, I think Saquon anytime TD plus 105. I love it. Uh, then I would say the over-the-hill man, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I think he is fading in relevancy, uh, fading in ability to put together consistent chunks of yardage play in and play out. I'm taking him under 62 and a half rushing yards in this game. I think he's going to get phased out somewhat in this game, and Tony Pollard is the more reliable back in this kind of matchup. Um, I don't like Elliott to get over the 62 and a half. Uh, I just don't see him breaking any runs really more than five yards, and that won't get him enough carries to get there. Uh, so I'm going with Elliott under. Can and I make then, a quick note on Elliott? Interrupt you, make a quick note on Elliott. Have at it, Haas. Um, you know, we've noticed over the past couple of years, he still is intelligent. He still is good at making a cut and reading a defense, but his explosiveness and speed is just totally evaporated. Yeah. And He's, his style of running needs that, and without it, it's just become ineffective. Yeah, and when a team is able to focus a little more on him, um, it just nothing opens up, and he doesn't explode through the hole anymore. So he's he's like a four yard guy, you know. And that's at some point you get a little tired of that, especially on a team coached by Mike McCarthy that will just give up on the run so fast. I mean, historically they give up on it constantly, uh, and I think they'll give up on Elliott tonight. Uh, and then in a game that's really hard to find fun lines because it's so unpredictable and weird, I'm going with Saquon Barkley's longest reception to be over 11 and a half yards. I think they'll, they target him a lot in the passing game. I think he gets a couple screen passes. One of those, he scoots longer than 11 and a half yards. I think he'll probably get a 20 something plus yard catch in this game. So I'm going Barkley to get over 11 and a half on his longest catch. I could see him getting out into the field with a linebacker on him and catching a wheel route or getting a nice uh, screen pass that he breaks a little bit. So Barkley, you just need one play folks. So I'm yeah. going with those three. Uh, I kind of like all of them. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's Barkley heavy, but I mean, if there is a guy to plug in this game, it's definitely Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I focused oh. primarily on the two players. I feel like I know uh, Barkley and Elliot in those bets. So. Yeah. I really liked, Pollard's I really like Pollard to have an impact in this game his lines are just a little too high um the price was wrong um but I I think I do think this will be the year he finally is phased into the lead back eventually once the Cowboys realize he just uh, they must already know he is the better player but they just they seem to refuse to hand the hand the the keys he's not he's not a very good like 20 carry guy though like he's not because he's like a zero yards or eight yards guy you know what i mean and so he's not very good between the tackles so elliot's still a little better short yardage back than him i think yeah i i don't disagree with that 
getting Pollard in space is key for his production. I agree yeah. with that. All right. Now, here's me over here. Um, so, yeah, like you said, very hard to find a lot of palatable lines tonight. Um, okay, well. Internet makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. Give it yeah, to I do. I do like internet money. Um, don't put all your, you know, Sunday profit on your own team. That's that's my recommendation for you guys out there. Um, or, you know, this happens. And happened. it's gone. So you want to avoid doing that for sure. Um, so tonight I like a, a kind of a under-the-radar receiver for the Giants. No one's really talking about him, and I don't know really why you would. But uh, Richie James Jr., former Niner, um, he has had uh, 10 catches in the first two games for 110 yards. So that's an average of five catches and 55 yards. Um, both games he's gone over 50 yards receiving. So this is a very low line. especially. I with- actually really like that one, especially with how thin uh, the receiving yeah, core is. Canarius Tony out, Wandale Robinson out, Kenny Galladay is a human living statue. And, and Dayball's um, known for for trying to get – he gets a lot of other guys involved. I mean, look at all the people uh, yes. that had big numbers for the Bills over the years. R- Richie is a nice slot receiver that fits right into the Dayball mold with, uh, you know, Bills having Emmanuel Sanders and Isaiah McKenzie. He, he worked them up pretty good. Richie James, the same kind of guy. He's in the slot. Cole Beasley as well for the Bills. Yeah, yeah um, they've had a bunch of them. So if you watched any Richie James highlights, which I'm sure you haven't um, from this year, it's mostly just in between the numbers. Um, you don't think our viewers have, have been watching the Richie James highlight reels? No, no, but uh, I unfortunately have. You underestimate uh, them. I, I always thought it was contingency. a I always thought it was a poor choice from the Niners to uh, release him. But anyways, I like his numbers. Uh, 10 catches for a buck 10 in the first two games. So I thought that number was just really low. So I'm going to go over 33 and a half receiving yards. Um, then the next one I got is it kind of leans into my prediction that Cooper rush can't be two and one his career touchdown interception ratio is four to one. I think that needs to, that'll normalize a bit tonight. I think he throws a interception. Um, you know, I think maybe they'll have to be behind at the end of the game. He might have to throw, some tough throws. He'll get intercepted. Um, or maybe so the gets, top pick Thibodeau gets a little pressure on him. Makes yeah, nice let one we loose. get a tip pass. Some luck. Interception can happy happen pretty easily in the NFL. I've Both grown to be a big fan of the the must of the one interception bet. Uh, I also actually like the Daniel Jones to throw one. They're as both well. the same price. They're both yeah. minus forty on both QBs. I almost put you know both in there. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna go Cooper Rush. You're getting a decent price on that minus one forty to throw one pick. In the last one, I went really back and forth trying to find a third line that I really was comfortable with. I'm definitely not comfortable with this one. First two games, Jones has rushed for 25 yards and 21 yards. So he that's not over 25 and a half rushing yards like this line here. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know, protection is going to break down a couple times against Parsons and the rest of these Dallas uh, rushers, pass rushers, and that Jones is going to have to break the pocket. They like to design a couple runs for him. I can see Parsons or those guys getting a little overzealous and maybe not setting the edge, and Jones can just break off a couple nice chunk designed runs. So I'm going to go over 25 and a half rushing yards. Um, I think he might struggle to throw the ball. They might need to find a creative way to to advance the ball. So 
those are my three props today. Richie James over, Rush to throw a pick, and Jones to get 26 rushing yards. So we've got our main bets out there. I want to throw out a bonus. Uh, I was looking through all the DraftKings lines because this is a game that's a hard game to find comfortable lines. But I got a kind of a fun one that fits the theme of what both of us have said. Um, going off at plus 550, plus 550, Tony Pollard to be the leading rusher in the game. Wow, that is really fun. I really like that one. Um, all he has to do is outrush the other two backs, and I think he could do it. He could just get three or four longer runs, too. Tony Pollard to be the leading rusher in the game. I think that uh, those odds, plus 550, are awesome for that. The odds, the price is right on that one. Yeah. Um, no doubt. I love that. He definitely could just do it. He's got the explosiveness to bust off a couple long runs. So. You got any bonuses? Yeah, I've got a really lame bonus. You want to hear it? it? Feed me the lame bonus. Okay, it's definitely not plus 550. Um, it is the first possession of the game to result in a punt. I think my brain is fully broken from watching last night's Niners game. Um, so I'm just like on that theme. The first drive of the game to be a punt is minus 165. I've already bet it. Um, so that's my little lame bonus. That's not a fun here. one. I, I was I was saying earlier, I like the – the bet that you know is over with instantly. It's like uh, in whatever that movie is where Uncut Adam Taylor gets Uncut shot, Jam. spoiler alert, um, where he keeps betting the uh, the opening tip. Yeah. You know, it's just rip the Band-Aid off. Do we win or do yeah. we lose? He doesn't even just get shot. He dies. Not even shot. Well, yeah, okay. He's not shot and alive. He is dead. Start at the beginning. Go through the whole Spoiler, time. spoiler. He's dead. <laughs> Melon, I know you haven't seen the movie. I know you're watching. He dies. <laughs> You've had, you you had two years to watch it. It's not yeah. my fault. Yeah, it's too late, folks. Good movie, though. Yeah. Kevin Garnett. Um, so we're going to go to the first touchdown bet. Um, we like to do this, and we like to uh, we like to Internet get that. makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. This is a good way to make internet money. You're always going to get it. This is really, a like, first touchdown bet is our get internet money bet, you know? Yeah. Last year, I was... I had an unbelievable rate of success on the first touchdown bet this year. I'm absolutely ice cold. I've only hit one the whole year. Um, I've hit, I believe I've hit two. You've hit I've two. come up a yard short a ton. <laughs> you've, hit, you've hit two and been close to another one uh, with yeah. uh, Mike, Mike Williams down at the one. And Kareem Hunt on Thursday was down at the one. Yeah, that's correct. Um, I've just been absolutely ice cold. I haven't hit one on this show. I've only hit one on a Sunday with Devonta Adams. So I've, been bleeding my profits when the first TD score. We're going to try to get you a winner tonight. Uh, I'll start it off here. Uh, Dallas doesn't really have too many options uh, to score. Um, I don't even know if they'll give Pollard. I love the Pollard line that you're about to plug. It's a great price, but I don't even know if they'll give him the ball close to the end zone. They typically don't. Um, Ezekiel Elliott has trouble gaining a yard in general. Um, especially when it's all plugged up with big giant linemen in his way. Um, so Dallas, good way to, good way to score CD lamb, their best receiver, their most targeted receiver and, you know, big body, talented guy, good hands. Um, so yeah, I could see lamb. He had a bunch of 11 targets last week. I think I, I could see yeah, him. Um, Cooper rush in his two starts has just massively over-targeted one guy. Pepper, in his Pepper. first one, in his first one, Amari Cooper, he threw to like 15 times. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then last night he threw to CeeDee Lamb a crazy amount of time. 
Uh, I think he just likes to focus on one guy, makes him a little more comfortable, trust the big time guy. Um, I, I could see Lamb being who he goes to for some try and get a touchdown, throw him a fade if they're, you know, on the 10, something like that. Right. Exactly. Um, or Lamb breaking one. Cause that. Now you'll remember that's... last year in this exact game, I believe it was a Monday or a Sunday night game. You and I both bet CD Lamb. He caught a 50 yard pass to the inch yard line. They had to review it. We did not win our bet. Yeah. It was devastating. So. We have a little uh, emotional damage from that from last year. So I do like your CD Lamb bet. Um, mine, I'm going. I'm just going with the odds on this. I like the 1300. When I looked at what guys I think could score the first touchdown, I mean, barring it being a weird guy, which it certainly can be. There's been a lot of weird guys getting them lately. Uh, I think the teams are intentionally making us lose bets with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Barring being a weird guy, I think Tony Pollard's very likely. I could see if the Cowboys are scoring from, you know, the five, I think Tony Pollard's kind of the guy to do it. Uh, either a, an off-tackle run, a sweep, or a, a dump-off pass. I like Tony Pollard to get into the end zone. I think he's just as likely as Elliott, too, if not more likely. And Elliott's got crap odds, I think like 650 or 700. So right. I'm going Pollard at 1,300. Um and I, I like that a lot. The other guy I would go with is just Barkley. but Barkley Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I would say we, we both definitely think if a gun is to our head, we're both going to pick Barkley. My Bar I've already got Barkley money in the scoring a TD ever, so right. I'll, I'll stick with it that way. If and Barkley is only plus, plus 500, he's only 5 to 1, which leads to this. The price is wrong, bitch. Yeah, price just isn't right. Price is wrong on five hundred to one, on five to one. It's just yeah, not so you'd enough. rather ride yeah. the even money to him score ever than the five to one on him to score first. I'll you know? take thirteen hundred, like you said, on Pollard more than I want five to one. So that's going to do it for our for our first TD score. Um, Lamb and Pollard, go get those bets in. Uh, our buddy, it. our buddy, throwing in a uh, he likes Kenny Galladay plus two thousand. He's going to have to see the field first. Um, yeah. That's... And he was whining like a little baby in the media this week, so I don't know if that really helps him. Um, yeah. But it's possible. Plus 2,000 is nice odds. So He also is unable to gain an inch of separation. I believe he had the second worst separation percentage, according to Pro Football Focus. I read that. Uh, so that's not good. Yeah, he's not a very good player. No, he's probably not a very good guy either. No. A anyway. Um so, yeah, we've got some good bets going on tonight. Um, should be a fun game. I hope it's a good game with that line, minus one. It, it's, you know, it should be a great game in terms of score and competitiveness. We'll see. I mean, it's a classic, you know, division, big-time, div old-school division rivalry here. Uh, yeah, Gi Giants you know. trying, to, trying to stay even with the Eagles for the division. The Cowboys trying to stay relevant in the division. Yeah, I mean, they're not sending their best. But, you know, it's no love, you know, throw out the record books when these two teams play. Yeah, no love lost. Loser leaves town game, you know. I don't know if it is a loser leaves. It's town not a game, loser. It's yeah. certainly not. But it's sort of a w winner is like, whoa, this is kind of wild that we have this record game. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And loser is like, oh, all right, we'll be all right. Maybe. Um, we got a great one. We have a great EMQ bets episode on Thursday coming up. We have the three and and0 world shocking Dolphins playing great ball off their huge win against the Bills. Hosting the Bengals, one and two AFC champions, um, uh, slaughtered the Jets. Currently, like currently, Tua is number one in the league in quarterback rating through three yep. weeks. Uh, who had that in their uh, preseason picks? 
I had it. I have it on my little lotto card here. Um, yeah, the, I mean the 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 receiving core there is certainly helping him. Um, and I love. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel's done great coming over from San Francisco. I think. You, oh yeah, all the creativity was ripped right away from one franchise and brought to another. It seems. Yeah, we can talk about that tonight. Um, <laughs> so on Thursday, uh, yeah, no more Niners, please. On Thursday, we have the EMQ bets six o'clock. Dolphins, Bengals, that should be fun. We'll actually have some good players to talk about their lines. Yeah, that'll um, be cool. And uh, it's tonight- an interesting matchup. It's a very interesting matchup. Um, the Dolphins' strengths aren't exactly um, the bad matchups for the Bengals. Um, it'll be very interesting because uh, the Dolphins defensively don't have a, a top tier pass rush. And the Bengals have really struggled with that teams with the top tier pass rush, obviously TJ Watt in Pittsburgh and then Dallas with Micah Parsons dr- really screwed them up big time. Um, they were a little more normal against the normal pass rush in the jets and the dolphins are pretty normal pass rush. They have good secondary. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's a game that both teams are going to be able to play offense in. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it should be, should be a really good game. And, uh, Hopefully the Amazon Prime streaming network gets its act together. Um, that's some oh, issues. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been great. Oh, I've had a great time, but there's been some issues people have been telling me about and some streaming problems, et cetera. I mean, that sounds like their problem. Yeah, it does sound like their problem. But we can look forward to that tonight, Late Night Niners, around 1 in the morning. I'm so time. excited to watch Late Night Niners. Yeah. Uh, boy, I'm, uh, I'm an emotional wreck. We'll see how it goes. Should be a fun show tonight. I'll have a lot to say. I was hoping to have less to say. We're going to have a lot to say. Um, tomorrow, EMQ University covering college football. It was a great first show last week. You were on it. Um, hosted by our friend Bundles. Um, you'll be on it, I believe, tomorrow. It's a very entertaining good. program. We really shoot good the show. shit about college football. We've got – yes, they cover a lot. Um, should be – should be an absolute shambles horse horror hellscape on uh Pat Stan Inc. this week with you and Mellon. Um uh, there's certainly a lot to talk about on Pat Stan's Inc. I haven't uh built up the willpower to go back and watch the game again yet. I will be doing that tomorrow, I think, maybe later tonight. We'll see how I feel. Uh, I'm gonna have to go rewatch that game a couple of times, see what I think. But there's still optimism. I've decided I regrouped this morning and decided to to take the optimistic route. Because there was a lot of positive out there. Uh, it's hard because the injury makes it very hard to be optimistic. But uh, the Patriots schedule coming up is ripe uh, to be able to win football games. And so we'll see. You can get through at 500 when Mac Jones comes back healthy. And who knows? You can hear the rest of all his yeah, we'll talk a lot thoughts about and opinions on that show on Thursday. Friday, they're going to cover the ritual slaughter slash massacre of the Jets by the Bengals um, on Friday night flight on Friday. Uh, big Spags, Big Tone, going to cover that. Um, I think he has a special guest as well. So they'll talk about the Jets, uh, how optimism turns to pessimism in the blink of an eye. Um, hey, they can be optimistic again, though. I told, I've said all along, they just get to say, all we had to do was not be dead when uh, Zach Wilson. And comes they're back. not. They've got they Wilson coming back to play Pittsburgh. They get to play Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now that might be Ooh, that, Pittsburgh, that Pittsburgh Jets game is going to be a loser leaves town game. Oh, well, one team is, is I mean, Pittsburgh got to put Kenny Pickett in by now. But, right? I mean, they're not going to. What are we doing? Tomlin uh, said they're not going to. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess they're selling this season, but I just feel like they got a good enough roster if they had any ability to move the football. There's a biblical right. flood outside my door right now. My God. Nice. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, that's a fun game. Anthony will tell you all about it. Yeah, Saturday, our main show. Spoiler alert, he'll pick the Jets. Yes. Our, well, I would too, honestly. Our main show Saturday should be fun. Looking at week four. Talking hopefully more about my we'll all be mentally, emotionally recovered by then. Um, and then Sunday, you've got Sunday Slate. It's another gambling show. It doesn't quite meet the expectations of this show, but, you know, it's part of the, the brand. Sunday Slate, okay, I, I have never tuned in before, but I did note they put out their lock of the week. One lock, lock of the week, Kansas City minus four and a half, like absolute scrubs. Well, <laughs> you need to remember the host of that show is a Kansas City fan. Scrub um, pick, scrub pick. Yeah, we'll turn into the real show where we give you Colts to win outright. No big deal. Well, a lot coming up on the brand. We 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 didn't we got a little off track today um, on this show. Did we? I, I think, think we did great. Oh, we, we we you know we lilted off into our own misery somewhat, but I had a really good time. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I laid down to bed to go to bed last night in a dark, deep depression, uh, and I'm I'm feeling better today. We're gonna, gonna we're gonna win some bets tonight. Um, you know, I was, we were, we were almost knocked out last night with, with how bad our teams felt, but hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. We're hanging yeah. around. We are hanging around. Might need to boost the audio on that one. My yeah. That bad. one is quiet as hell. What's yeah, going that on one there? Quiet. No one knows, but he said hanging around. Uh, yes. that's what we've been doing. Um, and tonight we're going to be probably on the phone after the game. Hopefully looking like this. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. After Thursday's show, I had push it to the limit stuck in my head for hours. Now it's hours, back. and now it's back. And now it's back. It Everyone, thanks for watching. Go put those bets in. You've got an and hour what, and a half. Before we click the outro, I just want to remind everyone one last time: if you're not riding along with us, you're stupid, and I mean that with all due respect. Yeah, check ride it while the, we're hot. Because check out these standings one yeah. more time. Yeah, check out these standings. That. I mean, that is that's that's tough. I mean. I don't know why you wouldn't be following. I'd like to point out also those standings um, for me personally, you've been nailing the player props, but game and total, your boy here has only got one you game ten, line no, wrong. You're 10 and two and I've six got games. one game line wrong and one over under wrong. Yes. I've hit the rest. I'm 10, and, 10 two and two on two. game and total. You're 10 and two on those. That is outrageous. I've been super hot on the player props. Um, so again, I can't a, calculate percentages, but I'm going off at 90 plus percent on Game in total on the 10 season. out of 12. That's 83.3 percent. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, let's enjoy the game. Tune in to late night Niners tonight. It's going to be a wild ride. Uh, thanks, thanks for, for tuning, tuning in. in. Thanks.